You're listening to On the Edge, a production of Cleaver Magazine. On the Edge is a virtual poetry reading where authors' voices bring their works to life. This is the final part in our three-part series featuring artists reading their work from the December 2017 issue of Cleaver. Our first artist of the episode is C. John Graham. C. John Graham's poetry has appeared in the Laurel Review, Blue Mesa Review, and other publications. His manuscript, Degrees of Freedom, was a finalist in the 2011 Sabito Press and the 2014 Slope Edition Contest. Here is C. John reading their piece, The Law of Attraction. The Law of Attraction. Geometrically speaking, lines are illusion because lines have no width. Yet we know the end from the beginning. Velocity differs from speed in that the latter lacks direction. At 500 miles per hour, a jet never reaches the horizon. The lieutenant says his mission was accomplished. So praise him on the customary occasions. Any hesitation is a clip of bullets or an orchard of flowering plums. Until a lingering haze evaporates from the hillside wild, until an ascenting heaven arcs stars, and still the canvas assembles its light, the moths are drawn. Our second author of the episode is Jennifer McBain-Stevens. Jennifer lives in the Midwest and is the author of three full-length poetry collections, including Your Best Asset is a White Lace Dress from Yellow Chair Press. Her work has been nominated for Best of the Net and Pushcart Prize. Here's Jennifer reading their piece, Naming Names. Naming Names. Daddy's pet, fucking Christ's sakes, slew foot conglomerates, banging each other, Brock Road, puddle son of a bitch, mongrel Palmer, light the east, King's ransom diamonds, little chum to pull, Weasel Craig wept, Chesterfield dragged like pink wires, McDougal's, the fires, the rats, Goodyear, Shut up, shut up, shut up. Formica, gimpy leg. Briggs and Stanton, oh God. Dells, your shoulder. Wynn, Purington, crawling. Parkins, Gillespie, sluggish, heartbroken. Jointner Avenue, before their very eyes. Eva Miller, thermal. Ruthie Crockett, a good kill. Mark Petrie, agile brawl. Richie Bodden, sweat out of grip. George Midler, chicken liver. Dud Rogers, cocked. For more of Jennifer's work, you can visit jennifermcbainstevens.wordpress.com. The third author of the episode is Kira Simone. Kira is a writer and editor based in Brooklyn. Her work has appeared or is forthcoming in the Atlas Review, Black Clock, and the Brooklyn Rail, among other journals. She's a member of the editorial collective at Ugly Duckling Press. Here's Kira reading their piece, Stereo Cards, Doubles. Stereo Cards. 
doubles. One. Some still see the shadow of the Earth's other moon, a ghost satellite over a ghost tide, before one light was absorbed into the other. No silhouette hides in the rushes, everything illuminated or submerged. I saw a woman walking in Paris once. She wore your hat and your old expression. Those were the days of sitting in the Swedish cafe. Strangers huddled in opposite corners, raising their glasses to each other without knowing it. An oblivious toast to the unnoticed world. Gypsies handed roses to tourists on the steps. Their muteness abandoned once they piled into the BMW. In other languages, we are completely different people. Our versions drift past each other, unable to speak. In panels of glass, only words are backwards. The rest is readable, but we miss the difference. If today is the original or another dim copy, the same songs playing from the car windows in the street, the stand-ins still shadows of the people they resemble. Who will be the body thrown over the cliff? Two. In the mountains of Spain, I saw a two-headed dog. But a lover told me it was probably just two animals fucking. No living body is completely symmetrical. One breast hangs a little lower than the other. One hand is more dexterous. One braid lays too long. One eye gazes further into the distance. Two girls with the same name cross each other on the path, skipping aimlessly over the rocks in opposite directions. Hello, she says. Hello, says the other. They stand on the hill, taking turns looking through a pair of binoculars, staring to the point of seeing nothing at all. At first, the picture comes in pieces. The giraffes and the elephants, the inexhaustible sea sponge. I'll climb the boy mulberry tree, and you climb the girl. And when we descend, our mouths will be bloody. A nectar not found in the standalone cactus. Across the ocean, we both have the same thought. We play the same note on our old pianos. But the sound caught on the air is different. This only is clear. There are contrary people inside your one face. Our fourth and final author of the episode is Mora Way. Mora is the author of Another Bungalow from Press 53. Her poems have appeared in numerous journals and magazines, including the Chattahoochee Review, Diagram, First, Drunken Boat, Beloit Poetry Journal, and The Potomac. You can also find her at moraway.com. Here's Mora reading their piece, Repartee. Repartee. I've seen clowns from both sides now. I've gone far too long for a touch-up. Makeup! There is snow down south and my roots are showing. Lipstick marks on the teeth are a sign of a nervous breakdown. They tell the young girls about divorcees in pantomime and mum tones. 
screwball purification at once. Lay it on thick. Busk the blooming muses hither and yon. Be a dear and pour me a drink. Grace comes in the morning, remarries in Connecticut. What a hoot. That concludes our three-part series highlighting authors from the December 2017 issue of Cleaver. A big thank you to C. John, Jennifer, Kira, and Mora for contributing to On the Edge, and another thank you to all the artists who contributed this issue. A reminder that you can read their work, along with the entire December issue, at cleavermagazine.com. On the Edge is a production of Cleaver Magazine. More virtual poetry reading can be found at our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash on underscore the underscore edge, or by subscribing to us on iTunes. On the Edge was produced by Ryan Evans, original music created by Simon Aspinall. And before I go, I want to thank the listening audience for getting On the Edge over a thousand plays on SoundCloud. It has been a true joy producing this project, and the literary community, as always, offers support in a way that bolsters the spirit. As always, more virtual poetry readings are soon to come. Thank you so much for listening.